0: You're listening to that entertainment podcast with Andy LeRoy, chatting to the artists behind what's on in Adelaide right now. One of the greatest innovations at this year's Adelaide Fringe Festival has been Black Box Theatres, run by Heartstone Kidney Productions, offering their view from home option. Joanne Heartstone chatted to me about how this award-winning innovation and win for accessibility was born from necessity.
1: The Melbourne lockdown halfway through the festival. When, you know, it lifted halfway through the festival for us, was quite a few cancellations. So that was, you know, pretty tricky to work with. We have two Melbourne artists or, you know, residing in Melbourne companies that came over to be part of Black Box Theatres, which is the venue that um Hudson Kidney Productions runs in the LA Botanic Garden. And we had to reschedule uh one of those acts. The other one has uh actually starting this week, so totally fine. Um but uh our first children's show uh, which was from Melbourne. We had to reschedule them really quickly and every day we were watching what was happening with the restrictions on the border and quarantine and all of that sort of stuff. So, But it was dealt with really quickly in a really efficient way and I think our leaders tried really hard to open the border as soon as they could. They understood the, the value of Cringe and Festival and they wanted to make it work. So I think I'm really do feel very supported by uh, government systems, SA Health, that sort of thing, to make sure that the festival could keep on going even though there were restrictions.
0: Some innovations have allowed us to feed what we're doing here to the outside world across those borders that we wouldn't normally have done.
1: Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And that's what we've done uh, with Black Box Live.
0: Really exciting. Talk me through how you came up with that concept.
1: It was almost a year ago today. (laughs) That sounds like the beginning of a story. That that coronavirus shut down um, social uh, gatherings, even in South Australia. And suddenly the world went, ah, right, we can't gather anymore. And it was right at the end of Fringe last year. We finished the season, and then as we were bumping out, everything was going into shutdowns and lockdowns. And so my partner, Tom, and I were like, right, what happens if theatre doesn't recover for a very long time? What are we going to do? How are we going to keep active? And also participating as part of our craft. You know, we had a, a year in front of us where suddenly it was a blank slate we did have some tours planned and we had everything crossed that they weren't going to be cancelled but alas they were cancelled. So we thought well actually digital live streaming is probably going to be the way to go and so we thought if we're going to do it we have to do it well. We can't just get, you know, our phones and, and put our phones up and sort of you know try and record theater without that that cinema quality camera work, high definition. So we initially applied for a grant as part of like the COVID recovery thing, but we didn't get it. But we also put the grant and the, the core of the grant um, out to different uh, groups, charities, philanthropists that we knew to say, look, this actually isn't a huge amount of money to, to help us buy a camera and have a, a, a black box studio set up that we could. Uh, create work in and we were sponsored originally by the Muriel Matters Society whom I had uh, contact with because of um, the work that I did with that during Australian Girl highlighting the work of Muriel Matters. Now the Muriel Matters Society on behalf of the legacy of Muriel Matters believed that art is really important to culture and to society and could see that this was actually a big hurdle coming up the arts industry. So they didn't give us all of the grant money that we had originally applied for, but they gave us enough to buy our first high-definition camera. Uh, It's a Blackmagic camera, so it's basically cinema quality um, high-definition. And it's not just the camera, you know, you have to buy a lens, tripod, cable. I
0: noticed also that you've got some vision switching happening in there as well.
1: Yeah, well, this is the next step. So we played with that camera for a while, and uh, Tom has a media background, so he was really able to utilise all of the skills that he had originally learnt back at university. And so we started playing with that, and then we thought, actually, this this could work to do live theatre, but we need another camera because we when you need to have something it couldn't be just be a static camera that's what we were learning you needed that movement
0: yeah I agree as an audience member when I'm sitting there I've, I've actually tuned into one of your um, your shows through that um, watch from home <laughs> yeah um, and to sit there as, as an audience member and just have that static view from one camera angle only to have that extra angle mixed into that mm. really breaks it up visually but it gives you a sense that you're actually looking within the theatre itself.
1: I totally agree. There's a dynamicness that comes from having multi cam. So Tom did a lot of research and utilising this the technology, but streamlining it. So we've got a second Blackmagic camera to make sure that the images would match up perfectly. We've got a different lens so that we could do one broad shot, one close up shot, and then we also got an Aten switcher. And this is the thing you were just referring to. So this piece of technology allows us to switch between cameras live, also make sure that we can color mix live, match up the image, and we can also play with different images and lay images on top or do, you know, uh, cut in the images. So yesterday we had a uh, an Auslan Interpreter show in which we had a third camera that we could, that we set up on the Auslan interpreter and that image was always in the the stream so we had a, a shot within a shot all the time uh, and that's because of the technology of the 8m switcher and then we uh, looked at uh, binaural microphones so you've got the sense of the room as well um, as well as the feeds going from any instruments or uh, sound desk microphone that sort of thing into the camera as well so it's we basically have set up this Portable because we we move it from different venues. I did three different uh, performance spaces um, that are being live streamed, and it's it's a remarkable setup. Um, and I think that the quality now is really sort of speaking for itself. Um, people have responded saying they felt like they were in the room, not just that they had the best seat in the house.
0: Also, I've got a friend mm. who lives overseas. She's not well, but one of the things that she can't get to is live performances. But having this sort of thing available to her. Means that she can now participate in things like Adelaide Fringe. Isn't that wonderful?
1: I think that that is utterly amazing. And to, to increase accessibility, and in a global pandemic, to theatre or performing arts, music, dance, what have you. That is something to be very proud of and it's something that Tom and I are certainly very proud of. I think it's why we won the John Chataway Award for Innovation last week.
0: Congratulations, it's well deserved.
1: Thank you. <laughs> we're really, really proud of it because we did think that this would be an innovation. We know that it makes us, because um, we're streaming, by the end of the festival we would have streamed 48 shows over five weeks, which makes us the largest live streaming festival Largest live large streaming venue in the world at the moment.
0: That that's a feat in itself because it's enough of a job to get a performance onto the stage, but then to have that additional need or requirement to cart equipment around to have someone who can get the cameras working properly and effectively switch the vision. Have you had to engage more people to help with that aspect of it?
1: Absolutely, we've got four crew, so we've also created jobs, which is amazing, and. Uh, They also attend technical rehearsals as well as the the performances, obviously. Um, And the reason we send them along to the tech rehearsals is so that they can learn the show before they're live streaming it. They see it, they see the movement of the show, they understand what the lighting conditions are going to be, what the sound requirements are, so that it's well rehearsed um, before... Before it's being sent out there, so and it really isn't a new art form in itself. You know, blending this live uh, live show with a digital um, representation, um, and we've we've got an amazing,
0: amazing team. That entertainment podcast. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast service to hear more interviews about what's happening in Adelaide entertainment as it happens. Head to our website for more content, thatentertainmentpodcast.com.au. A Welcome Change Media production.